Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Bet, 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 you bet, you bitch. Betch in paradise. Betch, bitch. Betch, betch, you bitch, you bitch, 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 you paradise. Betch, betch, bitch, bitch. podcast um batch bitch we um on this podcast we talk about the bachelor uh different shows in the bachelor universe and different shows that are um not bachelor at all but luckily uh you know what a joyous time you really fucked up the intro (laughs) (laughs) what the absolute fuck was happening i'm excited that it's back okay. and I I put too much pressure on myself, you know. I What have we been doing? We've been doing Married at First Sight. We've been doing Big Brother, things that don't matter. Yeah, we and did Kid Nation. Got, that mattered. We had lots of very important discussions about that. That's true. Kid Nation was very good. Um, but now we have Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, baby. Which is honestly really it's one of the best shows i think until well for the first half of it but then when everyone starts to couple up it gets boring but until then yeah we'll have some fun what a thrill what a thrill danielle how are you going um i'm going okay um it's just cold you know um Mm. on the plus side one of my plants has come out so i have a lot of plants that sort of go into um dormancy over winter and one of my plants, my Oxalis triangularis, the you know the one with the purple <laughs> leaves, it's got like they look like yes. butterflies. Um, it it's come back out, so I've got it's like it died off completely for the winter, and then two days ago it like sh- shot out some new leaves, so it's got like three new leaves on it, and soon it'll be a big, beautiful, bushy plant that brings me so much joy. Um, wow! So yeah, that's that's going good um but apart from that um yeah yeah things are how they are i don't know how are you what are you doing Ah, <laughs> uh, can't remember people keep asking me what i've been doing over the past three months and i just say can't remember <laughs> <laughs> i mark said he's very impressed by my ability to shut off for three months <laughs> he that- was like i wish i could do that you can just sit there and do nothing which, yeah, I guess is a talent that only I possess. Yeah, it's just weird because, like, it doesn't sound like a compliment. <laughs> well, that's because Mark comes um, – Mark is one of a lot of people, I think, who get really upset when they don't have anything to do and they feel like they should be doing something or they're, they're like, wasting time or not being productive, even when there's nothing to do. And I just say, hey, brother, just sit down. Just zone out, man. Just switch your brain off for – Again, months at a time. I think I, I think I find, I think I'm like a happy medium between the two. I can sort of shut off sometimes, but then after like a <laughs> <Okay>, brag, <laughs> no, like a few, a few days of it, and then I start to get really antsy, 
or depressed because I'll fill mm. that void with podcasts or like other things that just then I'm, I don't feel like myself anymore because I'm just taking in other information and never being in my own head. And then, then, then I need to do something. Wow. That's me all the time. I'm always um, just consuming information. Anyway, um, <laughs> so Bachelor in Paradise, here we are back again. Season three. Now you only watched, um, you've watched season two of Bachelor in Paradise. Yes. So you might have, there's some people here that you may know or not know. Yeah, I think you know most of them. I know some of them. There's like, yeah, there's a few I don't know, but I also don't know if they're going to play a big role anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first person who shows up, Bachelor in Paradise, um, where do they film it again? Mexico? Bali? Somewhere hot. I think they film it in <laughs> Bali. I think Mexico was where they filmed that one with the air diffuser that talks. Too hot to handle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, Tim is the first one to show up. Yes. I think they, they just wanted to have footage of him again alone talking to himself. Oh, yeah. Remember that shot of him on The Bachelorette where he was just like sort of dancing around by himself or like spinning or something like that? Yeah, they wanted more of that. Yeah, I just rem- I I really remember that because that was when I was in LA and I'd taken edibles <laughs> legally, and I for that sequence of him just spinning around to me went for like two hours. I was like, <laughs> how did they get away with putting this amount of airtime into Tim spinning around in a circle? <laughs> it was amazing. Anyway, Tim's back, um, and then second to show up is Abby, beautiful, beautiful Abby. Yes, very excited to see Abby. Um, and she says she's been commenting on Kieran's photos on Instagram, but hasn't gotten a reply yet. Yeah, she's got a little crush. And she says, um, she says I'm best known for being very forward. And then she also says, I'm really horny. I want to have sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Continuing her legacy. <laughs> um, so she arrives and Tim um, does the obvious thing and hides behind a couch and then jumps out. Um and then they sit there and have a chat. And then Tim says, uh, Abby says, oh, you're eating oh, you're eating the fruit at the bottom of the thing. And he says, yeah, you know why I'm eating pineapples. Mm-hmm. To make his cum taste better is the implication there, folks. Which I turned to Jono and said, this is 7.30. <laughs> this is on at 7.30. And so far, we've heard somebody say, I'm really horny, I want to have sex, and somebody reference making their cum taste good. This is This is so why we funny. watch it. It's this is why we watch Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> I am, I'm, I, yeah, the I'm really horny, I want to have sex at 7.30 is interesting. Yeah, the other stuff could go over your head. That yeah. one, 7.30 the, is a very early bedtime. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the kids wouldn't pick up on the pineapple comment, but they w- the, I'm really horny, I want to have sex is pretty on the nose, I would say. <laughs> I do think, honestly, I think that's part of the reason why, you know, because like for some reason Abby got made a villain because she's horny and I think that one of the <laughs> reasons the why scene. is because it's at 7.30 and it makes mums feel uncomfortable that it's happening in front of their kids. Whereas if this show was at 9.30, they'd be like having a few drinks, being like, yeah, go mm-hmm. get it, girl. Yep, that's the problem. Mums, as always. <laughs> um, well, next we have Eleanor. What is the 
what is the demographic of people watching this show? Uh, us? Yeah. But, cool girls. Yeah, That's but, the demo. Yeah, but we love Abby. <laughs> yeah, we do love Abby. And I think, honestly, like reading everything on Twitter, I know Twitter has a different demographic to other places like Instagram and Facebook. Twitter is more left-leaning, but a lot of people on Twitter were just like, Abby's cool. And spoiler alert, they try they still try to give her a bit of a shit edit in this. Yeah, but I just no one no one seems to be buying it anymore, which is good. I mean, we never bought it because we're we're um free thinkers. Yes. But I mean uh, it's all But I don't I, I, I think everyone could see through it that she did it <laughs> she never actually said anything bad. I think it's also like as well when the other person who is in the show who's trying to make Abby the villain is saying some things that you're like they're quite villainous yeah, to be honest those <laughs> things are really aggressively mean but we'll get into yeah, that sorry okay okay sorry the next person who walks in is Helena Eleanor, Eleanor who Eleanor. is famous they for show saying a highlight a I, highlight reel of her saying I can't I, I can't <laughs> I can't but she says but this time I can <laughs> so that is that is very good growth. <laughs> um, Abby and Eleanor and Tim sit there on the couch and Abby suggests that they be a thruple. Honestly, got already so much joy from this that I didn't feel once watching the ba- yeah. uh, watching Big Brother. I didn't feel it once watching Married at First Sight. Although My th- God. That's literally the strangest three people who could be in a thruple together. That makes zero sense. That's funny. That is – because imagine, imagine – Eleanor terrified of love, terrified of like attachment, <laughs> commitment. Yeah, being in a in a thruple, which I assume you've got to have a lot of trust to be in um, a thruple. Because maybe it'd take the pressure off Eleanor because she wouldn't feel it all on her. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Anyway, we should we should we should DM her. <laughs> we we should just come back to this every now and then. <laughs> um. All right. Next is Brit. Yes. Brit. Uh, is known for <laughs> um, being one of the two women that Honey Badger left at the proverbial altar in where were they? Somewhere. So, were they in South Africa? No, that was Abby and Matt and Camp- um, New Caledonia. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, got rejected. Brutal. Anyway, she's here, um, and Tim likes her eyes. Then we have, thank God. Oh my god! I praise praise be Brittany is back. Yes. Brittany, famous for her conga line of fun, um, and then they show a little package of her trying to get people to conga, and then eventually on Bachelor in Paradise, finally getting people to conga with her. Um, and she walks in and says, "It's Brittany, bitch." <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm really happy that she's here. I love her so much. I in the edit she says her parents told her not to be so loud and that made me sad. Don't listen to them, Brittany. Yeah, you honestly You're a I ray of feel sunshine. like I'm gonna spend the whole time talking about this, but Brittany is so special and it makes me so furious whenever you see her like internalizing that she should quieten down or be less out there or be less herself and be quote unquote normal. Yeah, she's so fun. Normal, sweet. Normal's fucking boring. Who cares about normal? Yeah, I, me. I love Brittany. I would want to be her friend so badly. I do want to be her friend. Yeah, if we, if we, if we went out to, I reckon, I'd if I went out to brunch with Brittany, I'd come back feeling so happy. 
Absolutely. I'd probably joy. do what I do sometimes though and get overly, I'd probably get overly attached to her and be like, we need to hang out again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, that's five days in a row. <laughs> and then I'd be crying because you always tell me, oh, I, there's a limit to how much I can. I mean, there is a limit. See people. I was sort of anyway. joking about that because I, I, I would love to hang out with her, but I definitely do need a break in between hangouts. Okay. But we, excuse me, we, we had lots of chats a few weeks ago where over the course of a few days and, you know, that was good, wasn't we it? We did? Yeah. When? When we were chatting and doing all the work and stuff together and we went for brunch and then, then we talked to each other a bunch over those few days. <laughs> You're right, we did. <laughs> and it was lovely. And then we all got locked in our houses again. Yes. <laughs> So, so it was nice. And I mess I've been messaging the group chat between my couple and your couple. <laughs> and I sent you <laughs> a good video. <laughs> Which was funny. There Danielle sent a very funny video of a man who works at a chicken factory who went on X Factor. We'll share that. Everyone will want to see that. He is a ray of joy too. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, next up we have Glenn. Yes. Who knows who Glenn is? No, absolutely um, no idea. A tall blonde man, um, and then we have Naranga, mm-hmm. who uh, we will remember as not being white, but yes. didn't really get to know much more about him. That's it. No, but he had that funny. Barely quip. speaks, and again, he's still barely spoken in this. Yes, I think basically the only thing we hear him say all episode is Mary. Yes. So just one word. <laughs> <laughs> So Mary also shows up. Mary's Mary's there too. Mary's she's we'll talk about Mary. She's okay. a complicated character. Anyway, she arrives and um and Brittany yells. Mary's wearing a pink dress and Brittany yells, Yeah, pretty and pink. I'm Brittany, you can tell by the loud annoying voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brittany, it's not it's not annoying at all. <laughs> Um, and then next up, Janie. From Richie's season, I have fucking no memory of Janie. She's like a children's entertainer or something. And no one, everyone in there is like, who is this? Yeah. <laughs> Poor Janie. Um, and then next up is Jake again. Um, the man who uh, jilted someone on the first season of Bachelor in Paradise and then got his heart broken eventually. He's back. But everyone thinks that he's Jamie. Which is great. That's so funny. To think you're coming Tim- in and everybody's going to be excited <laughs> to see you. And he gets upset that nobody realizes it's him and thinks it's Jamie. He goes, I want, I want to redo my entrance. Yeah. Tim says, I can't take Jake seriously. He looks too much like Jamie. I feel like he's going to give me the rundown on something or just start talking crazy. <laughs> um, and Abby, this whole time, Abby is just saying, I'm just here for Kieran. I'm just here for Kieran. And she says, maybe I've put all my eggs into one British basket. But maybe that's just commitment. And you know what? I'd agree. Uh, yeah. She's just waiting for Kieran to arrive. And she's a bit worried that he won't. But finally, Kieran is here. Mm-hmm. And he is naked. Yes. And then Abby proceeds to run away. Yes. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> she, I feel, I feel a real kinship with Abby here because... She has so much panic in her eyes when Kieran arrives. Like, she genuinely is overwhelmed. And that's the panic that I get in my eyes <laughs> most of the time. Yeah, I love it. She says, um, do I – oh, wait, no, Brittany says, um, 
do I do I look at the grapes or your face or your tattoos or the whole picture? <laughs> Where's my pencil? I need to draw it. Kieran then says that someone asked Kieran like who were you happy to who are you excited to see and then he says that Abby was on his list so you know as viewers we're a little bit like Ooh. Ooh, Abby who we loved Kieran who we loved it's all working out yeah um and they're gonna live happily ever after anyway then Cassandra arrives Cassandra is the short girl yes from Matt season who we know because she's short and they made all those short jokes yes and then we see that Kieran is immediately interested in Cassandra. Okay, so do you – this is the first time I get the vibe that Kieran sort of is obsessed with, like, short women. Short brunettes. Um, that did – that did – yes, that did strike me. It did make me think Kieran is in love with me. But, and you know to what? Which, At this point, you would have been like, oh, that's nice. But yes, coming I up, was very excited. I was like, oh, my God, I bet he loves, you know what these type of men say. And I and I said this and I said this and then I was right because they all said it. They I bet he's the type of guy who uses the term pocket rocket because there <laughs> always seemed to be people who really liked me because I was little. Yeah. <laughs> would call me a pocket rocket. <laughs> yeah. How can she have so much personality when her cells only take up this amount of space? <laughs> It does no bearing. <laughs> um, and then and then um, <laughs> Jamie arrives. Yes. Jamie, blessed Jamie, the older man who uh, has not the best grasp on social skills. Uh, then we see a montage of all of his worst moments. Like when Angie was talking to someone and he said, let me, I'll just sit down with you both. Beautiful. I'd love to. I'd love to have just like a three-way chat with you guys. And uh, he was very protective of Angie when he did not need to be because they were not together. <laughs> no, and I. And then he says, "I was at times very clingy and very needy towards Angie." <laughs> <laughs> well, respect to him. It's when he's owning it finally. Tim comes up and gives him a hug. This is now. This almost honestly made me cry. Maybe. There's just too much going on at the moment. But he said, Tim is my best friend. <laughs> and then uh, he says they talk on the phone like 20 times a day or something. Yeah, that made me think like, well, Jamie can't be making that up. And so then it makes me feel a bit sad for this friendship where maybe maybe Tim does enjoy chatting with Jamie but also knows Jamie isn't cool and doesn't want to let everybody know he actually is friends with Jamie. <laughs> Yeah, Tim says, I think I'm Jamie's best mate, but Jamie's not my best mate. Um, And I think, you know, sometimes you have a friend who is, you can't talk to them on like the same intellectual level as other people because they're insane. Yes. But you still love them and you sort of take them under your wing. That's what I see is happening here. And if I was Jamie, I would be very excited that Tim was my best friend, even if I wasn't Tim's best friend, you know? So I'm happy for them. <laughs> he says, I want to come across as a more of a relaxed guy. But while they play that, there's like these shrieking violins <laughs> in the background. Just frantic. Just <laughs> basically the psycho soundtrack. <laughs> they are not doing him any favors. No, but also it sort of Neither is like, is it's, it's a little bit of a foreshadowing, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it turns out that lots of girls like Tim in this, which I think is normal because I have a theory. Tim is one of those people who is like, I there's a certain type of man who defines themselves as like sort of being a weirdo and then women think like they seem to think it bamboozles them into thinking like nobody wants this fucking freak i'll have i'll have Ah. him though i'll do him a favor but it turns out Ah. that all girls think like that so these absolute psychos end up being wanted but um also i I don't think that's it you don't think that's i'm gonna respectfully disagree with you on this one okay i think it's I, well, A, he is a good-looking guy. Let's remember yeah. that. Just because he's insane. Let's remember. The man has abs. He's tall. Yeah. That's it. But I think <laughs> mostly what they're drawn to is his confidence because he is a confident guy. And yeah. I think you can't underestimate how far confidence will take you. Yes. I honestly could see myself show, like being like, Tim's fucking insane and then showing up to this island and being like, all right, I guess, okay. I think it would just happen to you. I understand it. Um, Brittany talks to Tim and she says she's a property inspector and that once she found a dead body um, in a house and it was on Valentine's Day um, and then Tim walks away. <laughs> I love she ends that story with, and I was like, ooh, here's my love. <laughs> She also says she's never gotten a date card. She Aww. tells Tim that. Um, anyway, and then we see Kieran flirting with Cassandra, yes. talking about how tiny her feet are. Yes, there's so many. He loves little women. Little red flags the book, to the this. The movie and the women. Yes. This to me is not. This to me is like. Is it weird to say? It's like this to me is like a fetish a bit. Like when you're like going on about how tiny some like tiny somebody's hands are and how small their feet are, and how like teeny like if you keep on going on and on about it, I would be like, well, you don't like me, you just like the fact that I'm teeny tiny. Yeah, but I mean, you know, if it's Kieran, then I would have been like, okay, fine. Um, <laughs> at this point, sure. Anyway, it may it. it it made me feel uncomfortable, the constant commenting on, like, the size of all... It was like, you know when you see tiny food? Like, when people are, like, cooking all those little tiny things? And you're like, like... one grain of rice? Uh, yeah, and you're like, ooh, cute little noodle. Ooh, cute little cake. <laughs> it's like that, but he's like, ooh, cute little toes. Ooh, cute little... Ooh, look, your teeth are like... Your teeth are half the size. Ooh. Ooh. Do you know why I think look it doesn't upset limbs. me? <laughs> why? Because the, whenever when I used to get comments like that, it was just when I'd finished high school and gone to uni. And in high school, like, no boys liked me at all, apart from, like, my one boyfriend that I had. Just absolutely no interest in me at all. And then I got to uni and there was, like, <laughs> guy after guy who was like, oh, you're tiny, aren't you? And I was like, no, maybe I am. <laughs> so in my opinion, it's fine. Um, And then we cut to, uh, obviously, this starts the... However edited or whatever, the um, the Abby-Cass rivalry. Yes. Uh, and uh, Abby says that Cass had said bad things about her in the media, so she doesn't like Cass. I think that's a normal reason to not like someone. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, and this is where they seem to be – I didn't write any of it down, but there seemed to be a bit of like a villain edit going on for Abby again. 
And I just, I just didn't care. So I didn't pay attention to it. And then there's like this sentence where she says, she needs to stay away from my man. Um, which is obviously, I would say no less than six sentences stitched together to come up with that phrase. Well, also I saw online, apparently at the end of the show, um, uh, people were saying that it was an edit taken from The Bachelor. There was like words that they'd used that were taken from her series of The Bachelor. So it's also well, that like makes sense. You know, this could have been taken from The Bachelor when she used to say stuff like that, which is funny because it's it's very funny when there's one man to say that. Yes. And you're all vibe <laughs> for six sixteen women or however, it's very funny to say you need to stay away from my man when you're in a dating show and everybody has to date that man. That's funny. Anyway, Mark was like, well, that's a bit far that she said that. I was like, Mark, that was from, it's like she needs to stay away from my man. (laughs) (laughs) We see right through you. Sorry. Um, And then then there comes a date card. Yes. Very exciting. It's a two-on-one date card for Tim. Uh, and he decides to take Brit and Brittany. That's on nice. This date. It means Brittany gets to go on a date for the first time. It's very exciting. Um, can we pause for one second? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I've got the I got a I got a soundbite from um when they go on the date because I thought everyone deserves to hear what Brittany sounds like yes. for once. Ultimately, Tim's only going to have one rose to give, isn't he? All right, Tim, Brit, Brittany. Have a fantastic time. Your date awaits. Enjoy yourself. Don't, don't forget their names, Tim. It's the Britney up. Ooh, Britney Spears one more time. Or two more times since we got the same name. Let's be real. Two more times. Ooh. I feel bad. <laughs> Whatever that is. I love that. I love that. And someone says, do you mean polygamy? <laughs> yes, she did. And then Osha puts his head in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, all is not lost for those who didn't get, who weren't a part of this date because they get to go do a baller banquet um, a bu- where they a can bullet, ask each other. Isn't it a bullet banquet? Buller. Oh, I thought it was a bullet banquet because they had to answer those horrible questions. No, no, no! It's bulla because that is a greeting in um. Ah, I see, I see. It's I Fiji. See. They're in Fiji. It's Fijian. Okay, I see. Okay, boy. Um, yeah, that's why whenever they arrive on the on the on the shore, they're like bulla. Yeah, anyway, makes sense. So it's a bulla banquet. Uh, so then uh, they can ask each other anonymous questions at this banquet yes so we get to see them doing that the first question is who has dm'd who who slid into whose dms yeah. well yeah this makes me think eleanor has very boring tasted men because she's slid into jake and glenn's dms who <laughs> as far as i'm aware i don't know about i've never really seen jake before but glenn we've never seen before i mean maybe they've like met in real life because of bachelor themed stuff but um, oh, yeah. I mean, I they know. all know each other. Yeah. Even if you don't know them on TV, they all know who each other are, yeah. apart from Janie, obviously. Um, Mary says she's DM'd Glenn, and Jamie says he's DM'd Abby. <laughs> oh. Which is like, come, he's 40, she's 24. That's that's so, that's too big of a difference, Jamie. I mean, it's, yeah. 
it's not, you know, people go out with older people, but Abby doesn't want to go out with a 40-year-old man. No, I mean, if it was if it was true love, if it was true love, maybe. But otherwise, I'm sorry, it's just creepy. Like, no. just, it's yuck. Just don't. Yeah. Blah, blah. Um, and uh, <laughs> Abby says that she's commented on Kieran's photos to no avail. That's what she says. She's sitting right next to Kieran. She got herself a good seat at that table. Yep. Um, and then I... I I didn't actually write down what she said, but I've written down Cass hates Abby and then a crying emoji and then I've written fuck off. <laughs> okay. Because I was not a fan of Cass at this point. Did you write down what she said? Um, No, but I think maybe did we s- skip this one maybe? Like did we – because I think maybe that comes after a bit of other chat maybe when – Renee and Abby clearly got into a little bit of a tiff, but not actually a tiff. Cause no, it was, it was, no, it was, yeah. I think the, the, the women, and Mary does it too, they always talk about how, like, oh, Abby always get what, gets what she wants, and, like, Abby's going to start dry humping, and Abby's going to use what she has. She's going to use her body to get a man or something like that. And it's like she didn't get what she wanted. No. She was, she was in the, the worst position on that show is coming second. Yeah. <laughs> It's like you're the one who gets your heart broken. I don't know why they keep saying she always gets what she wants. I she it's also just got like she also got the edit of the villain, so she got yeah ripped. She got, ripped she got apart the double on Social media, like what are you even talking about? She's been. They just it's like it's the most thinly veiled jealousy I've ever seen. Yeah. To say like, oh, Abby's gonna use the fact that she's really pretty, yeah, <laughs> to get someone to be attracted to her. Anyway, what a whore. One of the other questions was, um, what will be the oldest person you date? <laughs> Who was that? Was obviously written by Jamie, as everybody says. <laughs> he says. He says. I wonder who wrote that. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> so funny. And then uh, everybody says like thirty-eight or thirty-nine, which is so <laughs> funny. I love it. Eleanor even says she's like, I'm attracted to older guys. And then she has to fucking backtrack. Yeah. And she says max 38 because she knows she says like 30, 40. And I was like, oh, well, there's something for Jamie. Obviously, it's not going to happen yeah. with Eleanor. But then she says 38. Max 38. <laughs> max. She can't do 40. She can't. Uh, and um, then we cut back to the date, the three-way date, Tim, Brit, and Brittany. Again, Brittany is the... Um, Brittany is the one who brings sunshine to our life, and Brit is nice too. Um, yeah, she's fine. Uh, Brittany says <laughs> she looks at Brit and she says, "I've never been attracted to a girl like I have Brittany." That's when I look in the mirror and say, "Hey, Brittany, <laughs> I was talking about myself." <laughs> An amazing pullback and reveal. I love it. Wonderful. Uh, and then uh, she says, as if it's not going to be weird. Hello, there's three of us. <laughs> and it is weird. It's just the three of them sitting there having a hangout. Yeah, but uh, and then it's beautiful too because Brittany's on her first ever beautiful. date. It's cute. I love Brittany. Um, Kieran, we cut back to the Buller banquet and someone has written, Cass has written a question. If your ex Renee showed up, how would you feel? So Renee was on a season of The Bachelor. I don't remember her um she didn't get a lot of airtime. that they were together and renee it turns out is cass's friend yes so she probably so knows cass who's- she probably knows renee's gonna come in because she's probably talked to her yeah so she says yeah if 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 she showed up and then 
And then he's like, oh, it didn't end well. And Eleanor is just like, why, why, why? And he's like, oh, I wasn't shit. And she's like, what'd you do? What'd you do? <laughs> and then we find out that he's, uh, his, his version of events is that he was unhappy in the relationship. Instead of just ending it, he decided to cheat on her so that it would end. And then it still didn't end. And, no. And then, so then he then had, he to, had end it. to end it. Uh, this just makes me feel like everything, this little bit makes me feel like we didn't really get to know Kieran properly in The Bachelorette. Like everything we knew about mm-hmm. him is wrong. Because I thought he was like, I, in my mind I was like, oh, this is a man who's emotionally um, available. Mature. And mature yeah. and like understands how to treat people. But then that's not how you do it. Like if you want to break, if you don't want to be with somebody, you break up with them. You don't treat on, cheat on them and give them baggage for life. Yeah, it's you would rather hurt someone than have to like just sit down with them and be like, hey, I don't what, like in, you. Like I understand it's easier sometimes for someone to just be mad at you than to have to just hurt them. But you're still, it's still, it's so stupid. Anyway, whatever. This is where I started to be really disappointed in Kieran. Yeah. Not for the last time. No. Can nothing, nothing gold can stay, right? That's yeah. the poem. Abby defends. Apart from Abby. <laughs> Abby defends Kieran and, you know, she does say, you know, he's owned it and he's all, and he's all good in her books. Because I guess, like, it would be hard around that table to say what had happened when you know it's a dog move. Um, but also. Mm. Um, and it ev- looked like it ruined the vibes. Yeah. Also, it is the type of thing where everybody immediately is like, oh, well. I don't feel like I could trust you in a relationship and maybe you're not the guy I thought you were. Um, Yeah, and then we get a talking head of Cass saying, if Renee is fine with it, I might pursue this. So this is, so this, so this Cass, Cass here, the one who's been like villainizing Abby, which is, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt that if you're just competing with another woman, against another woman for a man, which... (laughs) Something that I feel happens on TV a lot more than it does in real life. Um, <laughs> no, we both need to date this man. What man <laughs> is worth that? Um, like I understand that you 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 like start to antagonize that them and stuff like that. But she paints Abby out to be like a bitch, really. When yeah, she makes it out like she's friends, like a snake. If your friend's ex cheated on her. I don't think you should try to date him. <laughs> I've I will I've written that person off forever. If somebody's done that to my friend, I will never like what I wouldn't even be friends with that person, I don't think. Yeah, it's fucking weird. It's I mean, such a, it's Yeah, and then Abby Abby says um you know, it would only be an issue for someone who is friends with Renee. Basically saying it would <laughs> yeah. and should be an issue for you, Cass. Um, and but then Cass does say, "Well, I'm close <laughs> Why with Renee." It? Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, she doesn't seem to care because Psycho. It, it doesn't make sense. She doesn't. She doesn't want Abby to fight with her over dating Kieran. Like she doesn't want her, mm. Abby to try and get Kieran over her, but she's willing to, like do this to her friend who like I assume that this relationship ending is quite fresh can well not fresh but like if they dated it would have been after the bachelor or the bachelorette or whatever I assume so 
right? Because it might not, have been before. You reckon? Could it have been before? I these people they get they get these people from all the same circles. I think. Oh, okay. Like not like obviously there's a lot um, of circles, but I think I, there's definitely like people who know each other and people we've met before, and like they all have like ten thousand Instagram followers before the show and. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, yeah. We don't know um, what it was, but still. So, she... uh, we got back to the date. Yeah, we got back to the date. The date. I. The only thing I have written down is that Brittany says awkward turtle when they're all sitting on the couch. <laughs> oh, Brittany. He, um, th- we see Tim and Brittany dance. Um, um, and, uh, Tim and Brittany dance and it's very awkward. It's like, it's like. Silly. It's like the dance you do with your mum at a party. Or like, you know, mm-hmm. you see your aunties dancing together and they're being real silly. Um, but then Tim and uh the other Brittany from Brit. Brit, sorry, Brit from Nick's season, um, they dance and there's like a bit of chemistry there and then Tim says she's beautiful and he likes her eyes. And smile, that's his number one. Eyes and smile are his number one. <laughs> He's obsessed with those eyes. Yeah. Um, and that's fine, but I'm upset because I really wanted to see him and Brittany do it. Like, get, you know, be... That's okay. Brittany deserves someone better than all of these men, to be honest. Yeah. Who- Sorry. Maybe we should try and find, maybe we should make a dating show where we just try and find Brittany the perfect man. And we do a lot of interviewing first so that she doesn't have to be exposed <laughs> yeah. to them. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, remember Ivan? God, I'm still mad. Okay. Uh, we cut back to the Buller banquet. Mary is now imitating Eleanor. Mary does a lot of just imitating other women and making them sound stupid. I want to like Mary because I think she can be funny, but she's very much just calling all the other women bitches. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, Jamie, oh, they, they're doing this, they're doing like essentially fuck, marry, kill. But it's yes, like but kiss, it's kiss, marry, friend marry or something. friendship or something. Yeah. Lame. Um, Jamie says he'd marry Abby. Yes, uh, and kiss Eleanor. And then Abby says that she'd kiss Kieran and marry Kieran. That's cute. She's going in hard. Yeah. I respect it. I respect the game here. Um, but then Kieran says that he will kiss Abby and marry Cass. What the fuck? Sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's I I don't think it's nice to pit women against each other. No. But I, don't, I don't understand that. No offense. Okay. Um, the three uh, the three amigos come back from their date. Yes. And they say, how was it? And Tim says, I couldn't get a word in. They were both kissing. Very funny. <laughs> um, um, and Mary and Eleanor are both going after Glenn at this point. Yes, for some reason. They both said they would marry Glenn. Insane. And Glenn said he would kiss Mary and marry Eleanor. Oh, boy. Uh, and then there's another chopped up soundbite of Abby saying, how do I say it without being mean? I think Kieran deserves more than Cass. Yeah. I th- Which I don't think she actually said. N- um, no. Um, yeah, I feel like... Ugh. I feel like I hate that whole... That whole thing because I'm really not liking Cass and I'm really not not liking Kieran at the moment so maybe I feel like maybe they do deserve each other 
If Honestly, gonna, good riddance. If they're going to snake each other. Cass continues to fucking piss me off. We gotta, we're gonna get into it, but she gets, she gets ruder and ruder. And honestly, there's, you're, she's what thirty four. You should be above this. Like, you shouldn't have a girl who's ten years younger than you being more mature than you. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Um. You missed a bit of, of Brittany info, by the way. Oh, what's this? Um. So Brittany's on the couch with Abby and Jamie. And uh, Brittany's trying to explain how awkward the date was. And she said, imagine how weird this would be if we were on a date right now, like the three of us. And then Jamie says, I mean, yeah, I'd like it. (laughs) And then Brittany said she's going to stop talking about it because she doesn't want to seem like she likes Jamie. Um, And then (laughs) that seems to be the point where Jamie thinks maybe he might like Brittany a bit. Maybe. I miss that whole thing. (laughs) It was great. (laughs) <laughs> um we get kieran calling cass a little firecracker she's tiny yeah. great smile she's sexy he loves tiny women oh my god it's it's so funny te- a little firecracker i've had people call me a, a little firecracker before that one pisses me off pocket rocket i'm like sure you get your bang for your buck with me but firecracker it's like you don't there's something about like you don't. I shouldn't have the amount of personality that I'm exhibiting. It's too much. I mean, to be fair, I think if you were six foot, people would still be like, "You're a firecracker, aren't you?" <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Danielle. <laughs> There's a Thank you what very I'm much. saying is you have a lot of personality, Naomi. No matter your I've, any your size, you could be the Empire State Building tall, and people will be like, "How she fit all of that in there?" Thank you. I'm choosing to take that only as a compliment. <laughs> it is a compliment. Jamie, he's the type of person where you go, he's the opposite of a firecracker. <laughs> he's a bucket of sand. Yeah. Um, Jamie promises Abby that he'll give her a rose. He'll give her a friendship rose at this point, which is kind of him, but more on that later. And then Tim tells Abby, sort of panicking a little bit about Kieran, and Tim tells Abby to relax. Um, and Eleanor also tells Abby to relax and check her emotions because it's like night one, you got to chill out. You can't be, because she's getting like Stressy. insecure. Something's happening with Cass and Kieran and I'm too late. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I guess um, that probably also, apart from the fact that I feel bad because I feel like, I feel like maybe people aren't being very nice to Abby in the, like, the actual people on the show maybe aren't being that nice or accepting of Abby based off her edit. Because remember yeah. how um, – who is the lady you have a crush on from Nick's Which season? One? From Nick's season, Cat? Um, Short brown hair. Cat. Yes. Yes, Cat. So Cat last year was voted out immediately. Yeah, Cat. She was voted out immediately and it was based off her edit on the season. And I feel like Abby might be, get, might mm. be getting treated this way as well. But then also the double whammy of being like also very clearly there for one person. I think as a, maybe the men will be like, oh, she's just hanging around to try to stick with Kieran a bit more or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I She probably wouldn't appeal to many of the others because she has absolutely no interest in them. I mean... <laughs> It's not the greatest strategy for the TV show, but I think she just went on this show to hook up with Kieran. <laughs> so sorry, what were we saying before? Before it cut out, um, we were saying 
stuff about oh yeah like how you had a you had a crush on cat um and i think she got like i think the edit was one of the reasons why nobody in paradise wanted to date her and i think the same thing may have happened with abby and then also she'd set her sights on kieran so maybe the men felt neglected because you know men hate feeling neglected <laughs> I mean, I know I'd keep a man around if he was just interested in one other woman and it was a dating show and he paid me no attention. <laughs> like, I get it. Um, but yeah, and um, then, but, but then we have this horrible scene about... So Cass and Kieran are hanging out and then Abby's getting, like, jealous and she's getting quite upset and then everybody tells her to calm down. It's just night one. And then Kieran says, you know, I didn't get a... Like, we see Kieran is in Abby's bed. We see this yeah. shot of Kieran in Abby's bed. And then we see, a like, a talking head of Kieran saying, you know, I didn't get a kiss from Cass, so I, I decided I'd try it out with Abby. And that yeah. is when I got so angry with Kieran. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, he clearly knows that Abby likes him a lot. That is yeah. so clear. Um, and also they have this weird shot where, like, it's, like, a shot of them in bed on this, like, some sort of infrared camera or something. I don't know what it is. But it, they clearly trying to insinuate that they, like, did hand stuff under the covers. But then you watch the whole clip and it's, like, that's not what happened. <laughs> no. It didn't happen. It just looks um, like and it's touched just, her butt. Yeah, it's really gross. That they just kept showing that over and over again. And I was like, they're not fingering each other. Stop no. showing that. That made me... Um, but he sleeps really in Abby's angry. bed. Yeah. Or he's there for like four hours or something. I don't know. They nap together or something. Yeah, it um, makes me really annoyed at Kieran because it's like, it's disrespectful to both people. It's disrespectful to Abby to just go to Abby because you didn't get what you wanted from Cass. And then it's also disrespectful... Yeah to like go pursue other stuff because on the first night of meeting somebody you didn't get a kiss from them yeah like what kieran's cancelled i can't believe it i, know, I, didn't, I didn't see it coming this would happen <sighs> anyway, anyway so um that so that's episode, episode one. one so episode two um we see that Cass describes that she um she and Kieran were just bantering the whole time and they have such good banter, which made me want to shoot myself in the head because I hate that word. Um, <laughs> and then Cass calls Abby tragic. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Um, and Abby gets a date card and she decides to take Kieran on a date. Surprise, surprise. And then they're like, of course, Abby gets a date card. Abby gets everything she wants. <laughs> no. Mm, this Shut is literally up. the first thing she's ever gotten if she wants. And you know what? The producers could have made this way better had they said, here's a date card for Kieran. Because Kieran, I think, would have picked Abby at that point. And now I think he would have picked Cass. You still reckon he would have picked Cass? That's so rude if he had done that. Ugh. Yep. Uh, so then um, <laughs> Jamie pulls Tim, Naranga and Jake aside to talk about his rose because he has promised his rose to multiple women. <laughs> So funny. Because poor Jamie just wants to give. I genuinely think he does. He just wants to give and, you know, be as kind as he can to everyone. Unfortunately, it is not within his means because he's only, he only has one rose to give. 
And it's driving Tim insane. He cannot handle listening to Jamie's fret about this because it is a non-issue. And he just gets on a... They're sitting by the beach and he just gets on a paddleboard and just paddleboards away. I love that. He's like, I'm off. <laughs> just couldn't handle it. Um, um, and then I have no context for this, but I have written down that Brittany says, I need a prickle. And someone says, what's a prickle? And she says, I need to get pricked by something hard. I don't think there was any context. I think she just said it. <laughs> I love her. Um, I love that. Also, um, J- Jamie can't use his water bottle. No. So he has a water bottle that is one of the ones where you like, it's got like a straw thing that goes all the way down. So all you need to do is pop the top up and sip out of it. But he keeps tipping the drink bottle so that the water is not, cannot reach the straw. And he can't drink out of it, and he keeps spilling, he keeps spilling it over himself. And they keep trying to tell him how to drink out of his drink bottle, and he can't do it. Hey, and then he learns, and then Brittany goes in to like Brittany's like, "Hey, maybe I'll, you know, try kick something off with Jamie. We'll see where it goes." And then Jamie immediately tries to drink out of his drink bottle again and fucks it up again. And Brittany says, "I feel so smart next to you. I like it." <laughs> And then Brittany says, he looks good for a 40-year-old. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, and, and then Jamie, and then Jamie says, says, you say it. In my opinion, she's the coolest person here, apart from Tim. <laughs> <laughs> he is in love with Tim. That, I, I love that. That's quite sweet. It is. And he calls her infectious. Yes, which is not a word, but we all know that. No. We know um, what he means. And then, I would have to agree. She is infectious. She is infectious. And then Glenn friendzones Mary um, because he wants to get it on with Eleanor. And then mm-hmm. we have a, a new person walks in, Jess. Mm-hmm. And Jess. Jess introduces herself as a bit of a bad bitch. And then she says, mm-hmm. I've got a lot of personality and charisma. And she's referencing her boobs. Um and then Cass is Good joke. Cass is in the pool and somebody <sighs> says like, Oh, who's that? And then Cass says, That's Jess. She's a tattooed girl who's a stripper in a very judgy way. Um Yeah, and then she says girl, she's a bit of a bitch. Well, it's crazy because it's also like you realise Kieran was a stripper. No, but that doesn't matter because Kieran's a guy, so he's allowed to be a stripper. But if this girl, this girl who is essentially a female version of Kieran, is a tattooed whore, yeah, <laughs> but Kieran's fine. Um, I do want to point out that Jake called Jess a pocket rocket. Yeah, uh, she's another pocket rocket. Oh. Um, I just Cass, she's a tattooed girl who's a stripper. Yeah, yeah, and bitch. I'm sorry. I and then yeah, and then she says she's a bit of a bitch. In what way? Like, Jess seems nice. She seems fun. Like the the insinuations of like introduce. I'm so mad. I can't even talk about it. That yeah. is such a rude way to talk about someone. I just think Cass doesn't just say like you're other jealous women. and go. Yeah. Also, when Jess walks over to her, um. She, I did think it was funny, Jess. So there's a talking head of Jess and she says she was surprised to see Cass there uh, because she thought she was too boring for Paradise. Very funny. <laughs> Agreed. 
Um, I think Cass is like one of those women who just hates other women. So much to the point where even the ones mm. she considers her friends, she will dog. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Cass says the first thing, the, fir- the first thing Cass says to Jess when Jess walks over to say hello to her is Cass says, wow, you've lost so much weight. Which is like, that is, it's, it's not a, it's not a thing to be commented on. And so. No. It just comes across rude, like basically saying, oh, wow, you look better now. You you actually looked really shit every other time I've <laughs> seen you. Wow, you. Oh, my you God, look, you're not fat anymore. You That's look what slightly she's saying. better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unlike me, because I'm tiny. I'm, like, that's, if. If I, it's crazy coming from such a skinny person as well. Like, oh, it's, it's like, oh, you're more like me now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's also like, like, it's so. Don't comment on someone's weight loss because you don't know why. Like that time I went to the, I don't know, I might have told this story before, but I went to the dentist after I hadn't eaten for three weeks because I had really bad anxiety. And then the receptionist was like, oh, someone's lost weight. And I was like gaunt. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I was starving because I couldn't keep food down because I was so anxious. And she was just like, oh, weight loss means good every time. Yeah, my nana. I was like, bro, I'm going to die. My nana is so happy with how much, how she's been losing weight recently. She has cancer. That's how fucked it is in our society that, that my nana is, is liking the benefits of having cancer. Uh, I think uh, society should address some of these issues. And guess who's not helping? Fucking Cass, who's telling the tattooed stripper that she's, She's lost weight. Honestly, oh. the internalized misogyny is leading me to call this woman Cass a huge bitch. So I I see the irony there. That's fine. No, Cass but is I'm a huge bitch. She's a dickhead and she's a big bitch. <laughs> well, sorry. She's a tiny little itty bitty ant size bitch. <laughs> she's a pocket rocket firecracker yeah. bitch. Um, Which is like, it's interesting to me. That I don't identify with her more. But I think she's exactly the opposite kind of bitch that I am. Do you know what I mean? I'm a bitch for the right reasons. She's a bitch for the wrong reasons. And she needs to... um, Yeah. She needs to work on that, I think. I can't believe she said, you've lost so much weight. I'm sorry. I'm still... Right, let's move on. Because I'm just going to sit on that for the rest of my life. It's baffling. If... Like, I just don't understand, like... I feel like that's the type of thing that... Do you know that jellyfish woman from Bridget Jones? You know, the one who... I don't know if you know, there was like a lady who she's like... Whenever you talk to her, she like stings you with words. Like she's trying to say nice things, but they're all little digs. And it's like, that's that. It's like Cass Mm. is trying to be like, you could misconstrue this as... It could be a compliment or it could be a dig. You've got to decide. I was saying it like it was a compliment. You were the one who decided to read between the lines. Oh yeah, I remember my uh, my dad's old partner. <laughs> she was like, it was actually very stereotypical. I was mad at her for being such a um, cliched like evil stepmother. But she <laughs> once she told my sister, she's like, oh, you've gained weight, haven't you? And my sister was like, no. And she's like, no, I can see it in your face. What the fuck? <laughs> she said that stuff all the time (laughs) we were just like (sighs) um anyway so we cut back to we cut away from this insane 
no, no, wait. Scenario. There's one more thing that I found very funny here. Oh, yes. Is that Tim is talking to Jess and he says to her, oh, Kieran, li-, like, Kieran's here, by the way, and he likes you. And then Jess is like, oh, and she walks away. And then Tim says, I didn't hear anything along those lines. <laughs> he just made it up. <laughs> That's funny. I hope that he sort of, like, was also annoyed by Cass maybe and wanted to just see what he could do. <laughs> yeah. Because he does love stirring shit. Uh, it's good. Someone needs to do it. But, yes, we cut to Abby and Kieran and they are just making out. Yes. And then, um, yeah, Jess then has a talking head where she says she wants Kieran. Everyone wants Kieran. Interesting. Um, that's because he got such a good edit, even though he was essentially the Abby of his season. Who, Kieran? Yeah. He was. Ha- yeah, I he, guess he was. He was happy to be nude, and um, he was like very honest with his feelings, and Abby was very honest with her feelings. Um, they just got completely different edits. Wonder why. Hmm. Um. Anyway, Eleanor tells Jess not to go up against Abby. <laughs> why they all think Abby has so much power here it's so funny I mean I wouldn't want to compete against Abby for a man (laughs) no but so I guess I get it um and then Jamie uh is still freaking out about his rose and Eleanor and Britt tell him to chill the fuck out uh and then Tim uh, Jamie says it'd be easier to give my rose to my best friend referring to Tim (laughs) And then he wishes he could give his rose to Tim. He calls Tim. Sorry, the nickname he's given Tim is Big Sexy, <laughs> which is I love it. I love that. Uh, Tim and Janie start getting along. Yeah, that's sweet. And then Britt is like, "I've got to step in here. Can't have someone stealing my man." And then she invites Tim into a bath. There's this bath that looks out onto the ocean. Um. And so it's like a nice romantic moment, um, but the 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 sound in the background of this nice romantic moment is Brittany being like, "Wait, someone's in the bath. Who's in the bath? Oh my god, it's Tim and Britt, guys. They're in the bath." <laughs> oh, very romantic. No. Also, and then they start kissing. Tim is not happy to be in a bath because he can't fit in a bath. He's too big. And he was too supposed long. to be in a bath with Angie on Angie's season. That's right. Stop putting him in a bath. Anyway, he, they make out. Yeah. Then we Very got to, exciting for them. Then we get to Kieran who sees Jess and again comments on her height. You're tiny, aren't you? Yes. So they get Abby and Kieran return from their date and then they're like, how was it? And Kieran says that nothing, there was no chemistry other than maybe sexual chemistry. And then, yes, he calls Jess a pocket rocket. Um, which is an ongoing theme of Can this I, show. I just want to say that at this point, like, you guys don't really know each other. So if there's sexual chemistry, like, maybe you could talk more and then, like... Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just don't... don't nah, sorry. I don't agree. I feel like you can tell if you get along with someone. Okay, well, I just wanted to say Kieran fucked this up. <laughs> Okay. Oh, Kieran's a fucking asshole. Like, if, 
like, okay, so you were chatting with Cass and then you went and slept in Abby's bed and then you made out with Abby and then you came back and said nothing there. Well, why'd you make out with her? You know that she likes you. You know that she's like super keen on you. Everyone's told you. She's made it very obvious because she's standing there fucking panicking. Yeah. And then he just comes back and he's like, well, yeah, I'm going to start like, you know, I'll talk to Cass, but I'm just going to have a crack at Jess as well. My little pocket rocket. Um, and then he talks to Jess and then they're immediately making out. So this is what? Th- an hour? Hours? Yeah. Four hours after he was making out with Abby, who clearly likes him, he just decides not nah, and then and then he's making out with Jess in a room. Which is yeah. it's just so rude. It's very rude. <sighs> um, um, then Jamie oh tells... No. This makes me sad. Jamie tells Brittany that he wasn't vibing her. And then... Yeah, Brittany tries to ask Jamie on a date. Yeah. And he says he's not vibing. And then Brittany says... Like, she's like... She gets upset and she's like, you know, I wasn't crazy or anything. I was sensitive and I was normal. And then she cried. Cries. And I just want to say, don't change Brittany. And also, Jamie is... He's... He's don't even worry about Jamie. Also, I think the only reason Jamie said he wasn't vibing you is because you now asked him out on a date and he's clingy and he needs to be doing the chasing all the time or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. You might be right there. I it was really sad, but I think it's one of those things where like if you lower your bar and then you get rejected, it hurts even more. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't think Brittany should be with Jamie. Like, No. And I think the fact that she was like, okay, maybe I'll try. Something with this guy is not really my type. But then he said no as well. She, it was just her crying, made, like, broke my heart. And she oh. says, I don't know what it feels like for someone to like me. Which is the hardest thing. Yeah. I just, you, well, guess what, Brittany? Australia loves you. And I think a lot of men... I don't know. I don't. I genuinely don't think a lot of men like women who are more interesting than them. Yeah. Because of the mental illness that is masculinity. Yeah, I hope she meets somebody who can give her what she needs. Yeah, I'm sure she will. I hope so. It's not Jamie. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Janie sits down with Cass and Abby, who are obviously both keen on Kieran, and tells them that Kieran was in Jess's bed. Yes. So Abby is like, well, okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and then uh, Brittany, and then there's more talk of how Jamie has promised his rose to three different people. Um, Brittany says, Jamie's promised his rose to everyone. What's he going to give him? A pedal? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um, yeah, then Abby, try, Abby decides she's going to just try for Jake's rose. Um, mm-hmm. and so she goes to talk to him and then immediately Cass decides she wants Jake's rose and yeah. then she just walks over and takes Jake away from her, which to me was just like, what the fuck Cass? And I think Jake, I think Jake feels like, for some reason, I feel like Jake like saw Abby coming towards him and was like, oh, she's just settling for me when she wants Kieran. It's like Cass is doing the same thing and she's being a bitch by trying to like come over and get what Abby is, like, take over from what Abby is doing again. Yeah. And I think I, honestly, it's pure speculation, obviously. But, like, I think Cass would have been like, oh, Abby's just trying to get a rose out of you. 
Yeah. Which is like, yeah, that's what anyway. you're trying to do. Anyway, Jamie says to um, Tim, I know we've only known each other since May, but you're my best friend. That's sweet. <laughs> that's so cute. Um, and he yeah. says that Tim is he's he he's like I like Tim's a you're a rough diamond. Um, and then he so Tim's so Jamie's promised his rose to Brittany, Abby, and Cass, but then he says, but you know what? I actually see a spark with Eleanor. Which- and then they cut to a shot of Eleanor, and they say, "Is Jamie your type?" And then she just laughs. <laughs> Which is so rude. It completely came out of nowhere, the Eleanor thing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Um, so so Jamie decides he's definitely, he's going to give Brittany his rose. Yeah. Uh, and then that. Abby is like, look, Jamie promised me a rose. I'm going to see if he's still going to give it to me. So she pulls Jamie aside because she's like, I think he's going to give it to Brittany now. Um, and then Jamie says he's going to give it to Brittany because she's cool and he wants to keep her around. And then Abby <laughs> starts talking about how she feels shit about herself and uh, she starts crying, which I do think is genuine. But yeah. I also think it's a bit of a manipulation of Jamie because <laughs> she's just saying how shit she feels when he's the one who has the rose to give out. Yeah, well, I also think because, like, I think she's, like, breaking down at that point because she does feel shit and she said, like, nobody wants to talk to her. And I feel like, yeah, it seems like in the, in the island, it seems like everybody's sort of, like, against Abby because, what, because she dry-humped Matt on a beach, a man she was horny for? <laughs> it's not even the same man. Yeah, not even she's not having there. a great time. Um, It's it's sad. I mean, I, I do think it was partly calculated to say this to Jamie because she knows she can like he's her best bet at a rose but honestly more power to her because I want her to stay um and Jamie looks out into the distance and says I don't want to see you go it's very dramatic alas he only has one rose so he does end up giving it to Brittany um Kieran gives his to Jess Naranga to Emily to Mary who we don't see talk at all, by the way. I would love to see if, like, Narang... Because Abby doesn't even try to get Naranga's rose. I'm wondering if him and Mary... I'm guessing it's not a romantic thing. Maybe they have, like, a pact or something to keep each other because she didn't even try to talk to Naranga. So they must have... Well, I mean, it could something. have been edited out. Well, yeah, that's the thing. They just haven't shown it. Yeah. But I'm sure that there was a conversation there because obviously Mary was interested in Glenn. Yeah. But Glenn gave his rose to Eleanor, Tim to Britt, and Jake to Cass, which is like, what? I wish. Why Cass? Fuck, just keep. Yeah. Anyway, what a waste. Abby is gone. TV gold. And just Janie. down the drain like that. Yeah. And Janie, who I honestly, well. <laughs> yeah. Good luck to Janie. I, I wonder <laughs> don't carry if- the way about that one. I wonder if Alicia will come back in. I hope so. But I, don't I doubt know. it. She got messed. Like, she was, like, the star of last year's Bachelor in Paradise. But I feel like she got messed over by Jules. Yeah, it was good TV, though. I doubt she yeah. wants to do that again. <laughs> yeah, no. But hopefully um, Abby can come back next time and they can actually... What You know what? I hate it that it was, like, the men first. Yeah. Because, like, women are so much more interesting than men. 
I don't know. Just keep the. What if it was okay? It's Bachelor in Paradise, but there are no men. It's just the women, and they just live together in a bungalow. That'd be fun. <laughs> I would like that. Anyway, what a freaking! I'm so pissed that Abby's gone already. I yeah. I had read somewhere that she doesn't um, stay very long, so. I wasn't surprised when it happened, but everyone online was pissed. I think she should be the bachelorette. Can you imagine yeah. how fun that would be? I would love to see a horny bachelorette. Right? I want to see a horny bachelorette and I want somebody to like, you know, be like, all right, and let's have some like fun chats actually, not about like what do you want, like when do you want to get married and have kids. Yeah. Do you remember when the honey badger said – um they asked if he was excited and he said a work dog, a farm dog couldn't chew through it. Oh, yeah, that is, oh, yuck. <laughs> oh, yuck, disgusting. So Abby would be like that except also be able to hold up a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> the perfect, the perfect season. Anyway, um, so that is, that's, that's Bachelor in Paradise week one. Yes. What a joy. So we'll see. We'll also, I guess, I think Big Brother finishes this week. So I guess we'll like quickly have a little brief chat about that on the next one. Like, oh, great. Right, yeah. Uh, I've Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. It was just like the dudes trying to get rid of all the women because they were like, we don't have any people of color left to evict. So let's just get anyone who isn't a hot, straight, white man. So they went for Kieran who doesn't have abs, and now they're going for the girls. <laughs> yes. Well, they got – yes. And then they got rid of Sophie, but now she's back in the house, and I hope that they take the boys out. Seemingly – Honestly, they did such a stupid thing getting rid of Sophie because they turned on her completely, and now they've made her into a martyr. Yeah. And now I don't – like, I was contemplating not voting at all because I didn't want Big Brother to have any sort of – um any more encouragement that it was a good show because it was so boring. But now I've got to vote for Sophie because I can't see those men winning that money. I can't do it. Yeah, I'm very annoyed at them. But also I feel bad because, I mean, I don't understand why nobody got rid of Dan earlier because it's like Dan is, um, he's got like the, like he's a famous before Big Brother from AFL. So it's like he's already got a massive fan base before this. Well, I I don't think he was a very good player. <laughs> no, but he's got like he had like followers and stuff. I mean, any you know, like he mm. he had lots of people following still, and he's like a ambassador for some stuff or whatever. So it's like, you know, he's got a public profile that people would vote for. Get rid of him. I think it's I think it's a good reminder um, that a lot of people by default will just listen to what a tall white man has to say yeah and just a reminder to double check why you think a certain way you do is it because a white man said something and you were like well he must know what he's talking about he's a white man yeah oh uh, it anyway it pissed me uh, off but we'll see what happens anyway boring um okay so uh so we've got a, a new review yes uh from that nickname is taken one oh one oh one oh one one Perfect. Um, and they've titled it, uh, titled this review, Stress Inducing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
what? <laughs> um, currently binge listening, am up to episode 57, but Bachelor in Paradise has just started. Should I skip ahead? Will I miss important info? Should I watch Bachelor in Paradise? <laughs> Will Naomi yell at me? Please send help. <laughs> Sorry, uh, everybody. <laughs> Uh, the answer to all those questions is yes. <laughs> um, but also, you that's fine. You don't need to know any information yeah, at all. Most, the less the better most for your mental health. Most people just listen so that then they have the info and takes to take into work. And you know what? It's actually probably good because everybody else, a lot of people have different takes to us. And so then it's like a bit of variety in the office. You don't just agree with everybody. It makes you seem like you actually know more. Yeah, because you walk in with a beautiful nuanced take. They're just the ones that come out of our mouths. <laughs> and you seem like a genius at work. This is good for everyone. Yes. Although sometimes we do uh, glaze over the things, you know, that like maybe we're like, you know, maybe that wasn't the nicest thing you did then, but we have decided we like you. So we're not going to go. We all make mistakes. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. We're complicated women. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. You can't handle that. No one said that. Yep. Go ahead. The song this week uh, is called Android Sock Hop by, of course, the beautiful Kevin MacLeod at Incompetech. And this is the song description. This has a couple funny sounding synths and plenty of white space. As a note to YouTube producers, 10 hours of this piece would be pretty mean. One hour of this piece isn't much better. For the sake of mankind, please do not make extended mixes of this piece. I cannot be held responsible for mental anguish caused by repeat listening. Um, so, yeah, it's a beautiful <laughs> song. <laughs> beautiful Kevin McLeod. Um, I guess he feels some sort of responsibility since most videos that you would watch on YouTube would have one of his songs underneath. Yes. <laughs> and also I've noticed on reality television – because they're free. I've noticed there's ones, particular ones, that um, of Kevin McLeod's that they use on these shows that we watch. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. There's one called like Sneaky something. I can't remember what it's called, oh. but it's a bit, it's one of those like. Boop, dun, 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 yeah, dun, I think dun, we've dun, used dun. it for a song maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, um, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. We um, love you. To probably either celebrate or lose our minds based on the Big Brother verdict, but um, more importantly, to see uh, what happens in Bachelor in Paradise. Even though Kieran has been cancelled and even though Abby is now gone, two of our favourite characters from last year. Yes, now we, what a waste. we just have Brittany. Well, that's okay. She's doing the heavy lifting for everyone. She's great. So I have no no doubt about her. So long as these men keep her around. If they get rid of her, they will also be cancelled. Yes. Okay. Thank you for listening. We're going now. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Naomi, say bye. 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 Bitch, 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 bitch
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.